Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. In that light, I'm always scouring the globe, looking for thought leaders, influencers, creators, changing the world, becoming influencers. And so today, our guest, Jason Sircone, is best positioned for that question. So he, Jason, is a he helps value-driven coaches and consultants establish authority, status, and become thought leaders in their niche and take their brands from unknown to undeniable with effective podcast guesting strategies. So today's going to be talking all about branding, marketing. It's going to be a fantastic discussion. I love these topics. So Jason, welcome. Chris, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you and your audience. I'm looking forward to a great conversation with you today. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm always, I love um, creators. That's the next wave of um, you know people changing the world. So tell us more about yourself, your background and how you got started. Yeah, I've been, I guess, in the creator space for many years. I've done blogging, social media, you name it. And then in 2015, I got into podcasting and I discovered my wheelhouse. I absolutely love the podcast space. I did radio back in college. So this was, I don't want to call it a natural extension because it took a few minutes to get my feet wet. But once I got rolling and got behind the microphone again, I knew I was in the right place. So a buddy of mine and I had a podcast. We ran that for a while. Once we ended that, I started another show. And then in that time frame, I decided this is really something I want to know how to do well. So I think it's better to just take some time away and study, learn more about the medium, learn more about how other people are utilizing it, and also learn from some of the broadcasters and newscasters, radio personalities of the world, get a feel for how they communicate with their audience. And I ended up spending a year and a half doing that. And then that wasn't a like I didn't plan that time frame. It just happened to unfold that way. But I learned a lot from just putting an analytical cap on and, and watching how they communicate, talk to the camera, speak into the microphone. And when I came back, I was in a much better place and ended up helping a friend launch a podcast. He called me up and wanted to pick my brain and know what he was in for if he started a podcast. And I told him exactly what he'd be in for. And it was a little overwhelming. So I said, listen, yeah, it is. And that's why I think a lot of people walk away from their productions way too soon because the work involved is not what they're ready for. But how about we partner up and I'll help you with a lot of this. I can 
get you on your feet in regards to finding your voice and we'll get your show off and running. I'll handle all the production. And he loved the idea. And we were off and running. And all of a sudden I had a little business that I could start to run with, started reaching out to some other people, did the same thing for them. And then over the last year, I've transitioned more of my focus into the guesting side and what can be accomplished for brands if you put together a very efficient, well-curated guest marketing campaign versus just going on any random podcast and hoping to hit the right person. There's a strategy involved, and if you follow it, there is a lot to be gained. So that's a synopsis of where I am today and how I got here. Interesting. You were actually very early because um, uh, I heard first heard about, you know, podcasting as a medium back in 2018 at South by Southwest. And so you're three years ahead and, um, um, you know, ahead of the trends. So, and I think, you know, you, aside from YouTube, Instagram, all that podcasting is like the, the thing, cause it's, you know, it's really, you know, it can, you can grow it and build a show and be your own media outlet. So, um, well, well, we'll just start, you know, you all obviously have so much, um, knowledge and wisdom, but, uh, Tell us why podcasts are the world's greatest digital networking platform. When you are on a podcast as a guest, or if you're hosting a podcast, oftentimes it brings you face to face with somebody that you normally wouldn't get the opportunity to speak to. There's a little bit of this leveling out factor within podcasting to where people that are running multi-million dollar companies or just getting started have a common thread. And that common thread is they want to get their message out there. They want to continue to communicate what they're doing, connect with the right audience, and bring that impact to the world in any way they can. So if the two sides are like-minded, income scale, all of those things are irrelevant. It's all about the message and the conversation. And if you attack this platform with the, with the respect it deserves, but also with the right mindset, you can treat each of your podcast guest engagements and even the shows you host with the people you're bringing on as guests as great opportunities to start forging a relationship and utilizing those relationships to get a lot of different things and open up a lot of new opportunities. So again, it comes down to treating it the right way. And as a guest, if I show up and just go into sales mode and start telling the audience why they need to buy from me now, come over to my website. No, like that's missing the point. My goal and my objective as a podcast guest is to sit down with you today, Chris, have a great conversation, learn more about you. In return, you learn more about me and your audience gets to enjoy that and learn something from it as well. And when you treat it like that, everybody wins. And since I helped you create good content, you're more willing to bring me back for another episode someday. You're more willing to introduce me to some friends that might have a podcast. You may have some people in your circle that need what I'm promoting as a product. So that you can connect me with them, but it all starts with being rooted in value and showing up to help the person achieve the, the objective that they're out to achieve. So when you think like that, this becomes more of a networking platform and you remove that element of transaction from it completely. Hmm, interesting. That's, you know, that's very fascinating where you level the playing field. Um, and then you talk about, especially, uh, cause we'll, talk about starting your podcast to, you know, actually being a guest and the difference between that. But you talk about, you know, as um, professionals, they need to focus on their authority and elevating their thought leadership status. What is, what is the difference between the you know average person and the one that's really doing well in podcasting? Well, this platform, it gives you this opportunity to 
connect with new audiences with each and every guest appearance you make with each and every episode you produce if you're on the production side but you have to be thinking on this level of what are people going to need to hear from me to look at me differently how are they going to see me stand out from my competition and i often compare it to this a problem that we all have i mean it doesn't matter what it is we all have something that we're looking for a solution to and typically we will consult the world wide web and get presented with hundreds of potential solutions and as we're sifting through all that information who are you going to put your trust in someone that looks a little shady they haven't established any credibility the things they're saying just don't seem to be adding up or are you going to put the per your trust in the person who has established their credibility in their space and they've got people lined up to thank them and that resource helped all those people solve the exact same problem you have it's common sense you're going to go with the latter so that resource is known as a thought leader and when you establish that type of positioning within your niche people turn to you because they trust you they know they're going to get value in return and they've got other people in their space telling them yes this is a person this is a resource that you can turn to because you're going to get the transformation that you seek so establishing that thought leadership is enormous and doing podcast interviews and making podcast guest appearances gives you the stage you need to convey all of that information to showcase your expertise and to show that you are the authority and you do know how you can help people solve their problems and the more interviews you do the more pieces of content you have out there delivering that message to the world yeah fascinating i know that a lot of people um listening to this are really interested some of them are just starting and uh you know you've given good reason to start some of them have already have a podcast and they're looking to grow it what's the fastest way to improve any podcast well, it's all about growth, most most likely. I mean, I know there are other things that we want to accomplish, but typically when a podcaster sets out to get their message out, they want more ears on that product. And the best way to grow is to focus on the quality of your content. And don't get fixated on download metrics and all of these numbers that could potentially throw you off your game. You have to take time to really get good at your craft. And the best way to do that is to use the time you have with your guests to create the most compelling piece of content you possibly can. You have X amount of time with that guest, use it to ask questions that really elicit a good response. Because when a listener tunes into your show, if it's not engaging, if they have no reason to be bought into this content, they're not gonna stay for the whole interview, nor are they going to come back next week when you release another episode nor are they going to tell their friends and family and colleagues that you need to listen to this podcast as well so it's all about asking beneath the surface level questions that's what i call it you have to think a couple layers deep than the typical let's use an author for an example if you bring an author on and you just say what was it like to write a book you're going to get a very surface level response <laughs> and that that author has probably been asked that question a hundred times but if you go so far as to say, listen, I've talked to a lot of authors and I know the creative process can be a little frustrating sometimes. Was there ever a point when you were writing your book that you just wanted to delete the whole damn thing and start over? That mm -hmm. question goes a little bit deeper. And even if they don't have a story that relates exactly to that question, more than likely you might get a chuckle out of them and they may have a story from their creative process that they'll tell you. And they may not get to tell that story often. So they immediately perk up 
and it gives them an opportunity to go down a path that they don't normally get to go down. So that keeps things engaging and it's going to take that type of content to grow because you need one person to hear that great content and then turn around and recommend it to a friend. So if you've got one listener on your podcast and you create great content like that and they tell somebody else, now you've got two. And if those two people turn around and tell two people for it, so the exponential growth starts to kick in, but it won't do that if your content doesn't give them a reason to recommend you. So being compelling and putting the best possible content out there is the best way to grow. Yeah. I like that, you know, deeper level surface uh, versus surface level. Um, Mm -hmm. You also talk about, you know, for example, some people may be strapped for time or, you know, they may not really resonate with podcasting, but, um, you talk about not needing to start your own podcast and we can still leverage the medium for brand growth. So mm-hmm. uh, tell us um, the various strategies, how to do that. It's funny, Chris, I spent a lot of time talking people out of starting their own podcast. <laughs> and it, it's, it's a common misconception that you need to have your own podcast to leverage this space. And it's simply not true. I know a lot of people that don't have their own podcast, but you can hear their voice on hundreds of shows because they are constantly making connections with new podcasters and bringing their expertise to those established shows. If you go that route, it's a lot less work. And this is why I recommend to anybody that's thinking about getting into podcasting, start with the guesting side, because you're going to learn a lot by talking to other podcasters, by making those valuable connections. You're going to build confidence in your voice. You're going to find your story and learn better ways to tell it as you go. And once your feet are wet and you really take a big bite out of this platform and see how it impacts your brand, you may decide, okay, I love this. This is a phenomenal way to make connections and communicate with the audience. I want to start my own podcast now. Now you've got some experience and you've built up a network because you've connected with all these other podcasters. If they are in your space, which they should be, because if you're going on shows that don't relate to your objectives, you're wasting your time. But when you can connect with these people or reconnect with these people, I should say, and say, hey, I love being on your show. I'm actually starting a podcast of my own now. Would you like to join me? So you've got some people that you can reach out to right out of the gates to start your show off on the right foot. So instead of investing a bunch of money and equipment and then doing a few episodes and discovering podcasting is just is not for me. I don't want to do this. Take some time to establish some connections. Be a good guest, find your story, build your confidence, and then go from there because you may decide, you know what? This is enough for me. Being a guest is accomplishing everything that I need it to accomplish. I'm just going to keep running down this road as fast as I can. Yeah. It's quite interesting. It's, you know, it's um, how you want to leverage once you get that brand and experience and how you want to leverage that. Do you want to, you know, create a platform or you want to just continue to, you know, share your side? Um, And there's no right answers, but, um, uh, yeah. what's interesting is that now you do mostly, uh, yes, now you, you're mostly a guest. What are some, um, tactics and strategies? You know, you mentioned you have to be strategic, um, on getting on the right show, getting your message out there. What are some of the, you know, top three tips for people interested in podcast guesting? It starts with your plan and understanding exactly what you want to accomplish. And, and that can vary from one brand and one person to the next. Some people may just want to raise awareness. Other people may want to 10x their revenue. And putting together a plan to know how you're going to accomplish that is incredibly important. So instead of just spraying and praying and firing your name at a bunch of different podcasts, understanding what you want to achieve and then 
finding the right podcast to go on. Because if, again, if you just start going on every random podcast and it doesn't align with your objectives, it's not going to communicate with the right audience. Therefore, it's going to be harder for you to achieve the objectives that you have in place. So you need to find podcasts where the content is aligned with what you do and what you're going to do to solve someone's problems. And in doing that, there's a number of different pieces of criteria that I look at. And this is something that I cover in my training program, that if you are doing research on the right or on the right path or doing it the right way, you know that you're finding a show where your your expertise is going to be welcomed and it makes the outreach process much easier. And you have to provide value in that outreach process and not just fire off an email that says, hey, I'm great. Put me on your show. It goes way deeper than that. And it comes down to that mutual respect. You know that when you reach out to this podcast or they have an objective that they are trying to achieve with their show, you have an objective as a guest. But if you work collectively, you can both you can both achieve your goals and accomplish big things. So the outreach process is big. The research process is big. And one of the biggest things that people miss when they be, when they do their guest appearances, everything goes well, the show goes live, and they do nothing with that content. Mm. And that's one of the biggest misses that you can have as a podcast guest, because if you're not utilizing that content to show your audience that you are in demand, you have people that want to have you on their podcast because your expertise is that valuable. You're missing a golden opportunity to solidify in their minds that you are the resource that they're looking for. Yeah. And when you miss that part of the equation, you might as well not do it at all because that's what this is all about. Yeah. And you, I have, I have a page on my website that has all of my guest appearances. Now I don't expect anybody to sit there and listen to every single one of them, mm -hmm. but when they do go look, they may say, wow, he really is on a lot of podcasts. So a lot of people are reaching out to Jason to talk about this very subject. And that's really what it comes down to is having that social proof. There's a lot you can do with that content once it goes live, but to completely ignore and ghost the person that had you on the show, it's disrespectful and it costs you opportunities. So those are probably the biggest items that I can cover to make sure you're doing this right. And then you talk about most uh, guest pitches, presentations, outreach, they're not very effective. Um, what are they doing wrong? Like, you know, one or two tips and strategies on how to improve your pitch and to get on more podcasts. Like I mentioned before, it, it's a lot of spray and pray in a lot of cases. And a lot of people will not look at what that other person is trying to accomplish and they'll just think about themselves. So, you know, you may be a seven figure earner. You may have earned all these great awards. You, you may have won the company Mercedes, whatever all phenomenal accomplishments. And I would never look down on anybody for achieving those goals, but it doesn't tell me as the podcaster, what kind of value you're going to bring to the show. Now, I know you've accomplished a lot, but I need to know what we're going to talk about. So my audience will be impacted by it. Because if you, if you're just going to come on and talk about your accolades, that really isn't what the content is built around. So we have to come together on what we're going to talk about and how it's going to impact the audience. And if you lead off talking about that, that's going to make you stand out because Chris is a podcaster. You can attest to this. You probably get inundated with people wanting to come on your show. Oh yeah. Some of those presentations are good and some of them are really, really bad and they don't make any sense. And you can easily differentiate between the people who are taking time to actually listen to your show to see if it makes sense for them and their brand. 
versus the ones that are just spraying and praying and probably firing off a hundred some emails a day, hoping that one or two respond to them. Right. It doesn't serve anyone to go down the path of the ladder. If you are spraying and praying, you really can't accomplish much because what ends up happening there is the message doesn't get received. You don't get to tell your story in a way that's impactful and it just falls on deaf ears when you do tell that story. So finding the right shows and presenting yourself as a resource, as a person that's going to help them build good content. And I typically start off when I'm doing outreach by complimenting them on what they've done. And I actually take some time to listen to their show and I'll call some of that content out and say, you know, I, I was listening to this. I, I found some impact in this. Clearly I could see how this impacts your audience. The reason it impacted me is because this is what I do. This is the world that I live in every day. In fact, I've already told a couple of clients to listen to your podcast. Like it's things like that that really will make you stand out and at least make the podcasters look deeper beyond that first paragraph of I oh, earn seven, eight figures a year. And almost again, that surface level thing I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's involved here in this presentation pitch process as well. You've got to go beneath the surface of who you are and go to the actual value that you can bring to that podcaster so they know they're creating content that they can hit a home run with. Fascinating discussion. Uh, it's all about strategy and you know answering your niche's questions and providing value. Um, and you know, it's there's no clear-cut way, but it's you know, you have to be very selective in how you approach things. Um really interesting conversation. I know um, you have resources. How can people um, follow you on social media, visit your website, contact you? I would say the best place to start is jump over to jasoncircone.com. I've got a lot of great resources there. I would say go to jasoncircone.com slash guesting masterclass to get started. I have a free, I give you free access to a, about a 30-ish minute masterclass called five things people fail to do before becoming a podcast guest. And it's a good jumping off point and you'll be on my website. So feel free to look around. You'll find some more resources. You'll find my calendar so you can set up a call so we can talk about this more and find me on your favorite social media platform as well. All those links are on my page as well. And for all the listeners out there, hope you've got some really nuggets. You know, Jason is an expert in this. He's done both sides. Um, you know, again, it's all about branding. Be sure to check out his um, resources and links and show notes, follow him on social media, YouTube, uh, etc. And thanks so much for a wonderful conversation. And thanks for coming on to the show. I appreciate you having me, Chris. Thanks a lot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week